Welcome back to the Flat Rate Tech Podcast. On the last episode, my guest mentioned that he followed his manager from his previous job to the job that he's at now. This is something that I've seen a lot of. Just like everything else, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. In his case, clearly, it didn't. In fact, he saw it coming and went out to the other shops and shopped around, and that's good on his part. And when he did find one, he asked all the right questions and so on, and he got the job. It was everything he wanted, so he took it, right? And when he came back to his original shop, he put in his two weeks notice, like a professional does, right? And the manager, his so-called buddy, guess what he said? Guess what the manager said when he put his two weeks notice in? Come on, guess that shit! He said, you're really fucking me right now. That's what the manager said. The word me stood out to me the most. So I wanted to do an episode about the techs that follow the managers from shop to shop. I'm going to go ahead and give you my opinion on that right now. So if you are curious and don't have the time to listen to the whole podcast, you'll at least know my opinion on this. Don't fucking do it. In fact, don't follow anyone to any shop. Don't be a fucking sheep. Now, I'm not calling that previous tech that I had on the podcast a sheep. I'm just saying, when he said this, this was something I wanted to talk about, and it just it just popped back up into my head about how people follow other people, shop to shop, job to job. This could be in any industry. Just don't fucking do it, dude. What you want is what you want, right? Shops are offering crazy fucking bonuses to technicians that can get another technician to come and work at their shop. It's crazy shit. Don't fall for it. If you get a message from a tech that quit your shop, one that you barely knew, and now they're at another shop, and all of a sudden they message you and say, hey, you should come work here. We're all making all the hours, all the money. The management's awesome. Nobody system here. It's the best place I ever worked. Fuck that place you're at now. You should come here. We've all gotten those messages. Some of us may have even sent them. But it's a big red flag. He's obviously getting some kind of kickback if he gets somebody to come and work there that's qualified. $1,000, $2,000, $5,000, you know, right? You may be at your shop making hours and doing just fine and get this message from some traveling hack. Somehow they got your phone number. He may be traveling around just trying to get sign-on bonuses, dude. Shop to shop, getting that sign-on money, hacking up some fucking cars... Until that bonus gets into his fucking bank account, and then they find out he's a hack and boot him. Then he's off to the next shop to do it all over again. Travel and hack. Whether you get that message from another tech or another manager, I left a shop to go to another shop. I'll keep this brief. Because I got messages from two of my buddies that said to come there. This was years ago. I talked to the manager. I talked to the manager. I even met up with the guy at Chick-fil-A and talked about what issues he was having at his shop and what I could do to help. My pay, you know, hours and so on, all that shit. We talked on the phone a few times and so on. I ended up taking the position with the thought, hey, I get to work with my boys again, you know, we have fun. And I got a good pay plan. I'm in the position to make changes and help out the shop, the techs, and the store. Well, long story short, I took the position and lasted less than two months. Everything the boss said, all the problems he talked about, were caused by him. 
I had solutions to each and every problem, and he never did anything to change them. He was literally the fucking problem. And I told him that, along with the general manager. And it turns out they were buddies, so I figured that out real quick, and I knew that that place was doomed, so I left and went back to the shop that I left, because they called me every fucking week. And guess what? When I came back to that shop that I left to go to that shithole, I came back with a 65-hour-a-week guarantee. But that's another story. I ended up leaving there again, and I'm glad I did. But like I said, that's another story. Now, that situation came because I got messaged by two buddies that worked there. I won't go into that specifically, and I'm not blaming them at all, if they're even listening to this. Probably not. But I'm not blaming them. I'm blaming myself. And the manager. The manager is the one I talked to that promised the world and fucked me over. Well, he didn't really fuck me over. He just didn't do anything. He wanted to stay the same. He didn't want to change anything. The technicians were fucking starving in that shop. It was like a fucking giant lube tech shop. And it was a normal dealership. I'm not going to get into everything. It was fucking bullshit. But, like I said, the manager's the one that I talked to. Promised me the world. Fucked me over. Well, he didn't really fuck me over because it's all a game. And it's the only game I'm good at, you know? I suck at Call of Duty. Terrible at that. But I got this new game, and I suck at it. It's called Rumbleverse. It's like Fortnite, but you just wrestle or fight. It's pretty cool, but I suck at that. But pretty much that whole situation was a lesson learned in a situation that pretty much solidified the fact, to me, that it really is just a game. And after that situation, I actually started this fucking podcast about four or five years ago. If you're an OG listener and remember back then, I actually deleted all those episodes. It was probably a good idea. But it's all just a game, dude. I say it all the time. Play it. They're fucking playing it. Listen to this podcast, all the episodes, figure it out. The game is not only played by you and me and the other technicians, advisors, maybe even the parts employees for some reason. It's mostly played by the managers. They are the final bosses. They are the ones that know how to play it and play it good on another level. But look, if you're at a shop and you're somewhat happy, let's say your boss is a good boss, you have no issues with them, you're making pretty good money, there are problems there that need fixed, just like every shop. I mean, let's face it. They all have problems. But let's say your shop gets sold. Somebody else or some other dealer group buys out your shop. And like they all do, they fire your manager. But your manager already knows this is happening. Before anybody else, the GM and the service manager already know this is coming. Like I said, playing the game on another level. Just like text talk, dealership managers talk also. They're not going to tell the technicians about it, okay? They're worried about themselves. They're worried about their own jobs. So once they, managers hear the news as a rumor, which we all know 95% of them are true, they're already out there putting in their applications. They're contacting their contacts, putting themselves out there under the table trying to find a way out. Makes sense, right? But like I said, they already know this is happening. They find their way out before you do, before you even have the chance to find it out. Is this a good thing? It's not a good thing. 
right? You should know. You should get the heads up because that's your boss, right? That's the leader. He should be at least letting people know, hey, we're actually getting bought out. But anyways, they don't do it. I don't know why. So they quit right before the shop is sold, basically before you hear the news. Maybe you heard the rumors and so on, but they dipped out. So you're thinking, fuck, now what? What are these new owners going to change? Am I going to get fired? Well, let me tell you what. If this happens, you're not going to get fired as a technician. Unless you're a complete piece of shit and should be fired. Other than that, you're going to be good. So I'm dragging this on for some reason, I feel like. But hey, whatever. The new owners show up. They have a new manager and they have a meeting and introduce themselves to the service department. All, all the employees, all the techs. They say all the usual bullshit. You're worried about changes. Are they going to be good or bad? Pay cuts? Work more hours? Shit like that. Your phone goes off. It's your old manager. Right? Your old manager's messaging you. He says, You should come and check out the shop I'm at now. So much more work. Better shop environment. Better tools. Newer lifts. Better employees. He mentions everything you complained about when he was your manager at the shop you're at now. He mentions it was all better where he is now. No issues. So you're like, shit, now what? Stay where you're at. Ride it out. Give it six months. I'm telling you right now, fuck that old manager. Why didn't he fix those issues when he was the manager at your shop? Because he didn't give a fuck, that's why. He didn't give a fuck! He was making his numbers, keeping his job, and keeping his bosses off his ass. He didn't give a fuck about you or your problems. He was playing the game. And now he's on round two or three. Who knows how many fucking dealerships or shops he's been at. He wants you to come where he is so he looks better. He looks better. And to show his new boss that he has, in quotes, a loyal following of techs that will go anywhere he does. End quote. Don't be a fucking sheep, dude. Don't follow him. Because it's going to be the same shit. He's going to use you. Just like the last podcast guest said. That happened to him. Once you figure it out and start shopping around for a better shop and you find one, you go put your notice in, and he says, you're fucking me. I mean, think about it. You're working at a shop. You go into the fucking office to any manager, even if you didn't follow this guy. When you go in there and you put your notice in, guess what they say? They all say the same shit. You're fucking me. Me. That's all they care about is themselves. Why should you give a fuck about him? You go to work to support yourself, your family, which in turn supports the shop you work at, right? It goes both ways. Don't get used. They look at you as a number, your tech number, and the hours you turn. It's business, right? We get it. Numbers. We're all there for fucking numbers. Hours, pay rate, the amount of work you get. They play their game, you play yours. To your advantage, just like they're doing. It's a game. Lace up your fucking Walmart boots and play the fucking game. Alright? I went to the Red Wings store to try out their boots a few years ago. And I picked out a pair. And the guy pulled the insoles out of them and put on some different ones. And then gave them to me to try on. They fit nice. I like the boots. And I asked him how much they cost. He pulled them out 
and put some different insoles in there, gave them to me, and they fit nice. I liked them. And they were like, I don't know, I think they were like $150. And I asked, why'd you put in those aftermarket insoles? And he said, they're better. I asked, well, how much are the boots with the insoles that he put in there? And I think it was like 225 bucks. I took him off and fucking left, dude. He was playing the game. Fucking salesman, ripoff. $150 boots with insoles, so shitty you have to upgrade them. He wouldn't even let me try them on with the original insoles in them. He played the game, dude, trying to upsell me. I'm too cheap for that shit, dude. I fucking left. I walked my ass out of there. Bates tactical boots for me, dude. Some Navy SEAL boots. 100 bucks. Gotta level up, dude. You gotta play the game. Everybody else is. You know this situation. I talked about it before. When your shop gets bought out and they fire the manager, it's pretty common. And when they do, it's usually a good thing. It shows that the company that bought you out wants to promote from within. Whether you get a good manager or not during this, it's hit or miss. But at least it shows they promote from within, right? And the dealer group that bought you already has other dealerships. So they're trying to expand. And it shows they have a better plan and the manager that was there before was not going to fucking change anything. So now you as a technician can help the situation and help make changes in your shop when this happens. But that's another story. Email me and let me know if you've been through this, if you've been bought out, or if you're going to be bought out. But when a boss gets fired without a buyout, just gets fired, and they text or call you and say, hey, you should come where, where I'm at now, it's fucking good, and all this bullshit. Whatever bullshit they come up with. Don't even answer the phone, dude. Block them. Don't fall for that shit. Look out for yourself. The new owner that bought your shop doesn't want to lose techs. Their biggest fear is losing the techs that are there now and having to try to find some more. Any shop's biggest fear is that. Whether you're getting bought out or not. The shop you're in right now, their biggest fear is you or the guy next to you, that fucking hack, quitting. Whether they're leaving the business or going to another shop. That's their biggest fucking fear, dude. And it should be. You gotta work the situation to get yourself more money per hour. A better schedule. Better work. More lifts. A trainee. A helper. Whatever. You gotta play the game. Email me if you're in this situation, dude. I'm not going to announce how to do anything on here. I know managers listen, and I welcome it. I'm here to help you guys also, but first I'm here to help the technicians, period. There are plenty of podcasts out there for managers to listen to and try to come up with some type of hustle to keep technicians or hire technicians or some type of training program they can add to their resume that, set, that says... They're a team player, and they're a leader. And they know how to lead and whatever else they come up with other than common sense. But I'm here to help the techs like me that want to be in this industry, but not get fucked over or played or used in the game. Fucking automotive repair industry game. I'm here as a fucking level 10, that's as high as it goes, player in the game with full health bars, dude. Full stamina. Ready to help you, dude. Maybe. Or maybe not. But don't be a fucking sheep, dude. Know what you are worth. Know what you want. 
what you deserve realistically and get it. It's got to be realistic. There are a lot of techs out there that think they're worth more than they are, like me. But they don't listen to this podcast. They're just the host. Even though they're probably hiding in the bathroom or sleeping in a customer's car or just doing nothing, they actually have time to listen, but they don't listen. And we don't want them to fucking listen to. They're fucking hacks. I'm the only hack on this podcast, right? And I don't listen to it. I just make it. But seriously, show up to work on time, get all your fucking tests done, go to school, get master fucking certified, even get those useless ASE certs, especially if your shop will pay for them. Bust your ass at work and be a tech every shop wants, unlike being a shop that is shitty and wants and needs every tech they can get. You got to be priceless, dude. Because at this point, you are to every shop out there. All of them. Don't settle for shit that you don't want. Know your worth, but be able to prove it. Get all your certifications, alright? You want your fucking paperwork to look good. Be able to do all the electrical diag, the transmissions, the engines. Be able to do anything and everything. This is my tip for you. You should already be doing it, but... Because at one point, in one of the shops you get to, hopefully you can make it to that foreman position and start making changes with a good boss. That's the goal. But don't follow managers or any techs to any shop. Do your own research. Hey, maybe it is a good shop to go to, but don't trust anybody else's opinion. Go get your own opinion. Don't be a fucking sheep. Don't be a traveling hack. Worry about yourself. Make yourself better. Follow nobody. Be a fucking leader. Be a real leader. The only thing you should be following is this podcast, the Facebook page, the Instagram page, and the YouTube page for some reason. I'll probably shut it down because I'm making too much fucking work for myself. For no pay. I'm a flat rate tech, dude. Time is money, and I ain't making any. Normally I don't work for free, but I am on this podcast. But it's fun. Listen, I'm nobody special other than being a level 10 player in the game with full health bars and stamina. The highest you can get, by the way. I'm just a tech like you. Here talking about the mechanic life. But how to win it. I think I'm off track at this point, but... If I am, email me and let me know what questions you have or any other situation I may have missed. I have a short, flat-rate attention span, so I go off course or forget what I'm talking about or I just lose interest and move on to the next. You should probably know that by listening to this podcast. But email your questions, comments, topics. Send them in, dude. If you want to share your story, let me know. Give me an idea of what it is on the email if you want to come on the podcast. I'm lining them up. I'm lining up guests. So they're coming. I literally had people email me about advertising on the podcast saying they want me to give a shout out to their company. And it's not a small shop. It's not a small tool company. It's a company, a product that we all pretty much use every day. A company that is huge. I'm not going to name them. But I thought it was funny that they thought I was going to do that for nothing. Not offering me shit to do it. Like, who the fuck do you think you are, dude? And kiss my ass. Even if you paid me now, I wouldn't do it. That's how I roll, dude. 
Check out the website. Every all the links to everything is on the website. Uh, the Instagram page, the Facebook page, the Flat Rate Text Group, the donate, the merch, all that. If you want to donate, if you want to buy merch, I don't make shit off the merch. I'm telling you that right now. I think like a dollar. I made it as cheap as I possibly can, just to in case anybody wanted any of it. But I don't make shit off of that. Right now, I'm looking for other merch sites that are more affordable, but. Honestly, I haven't really tried in the past few months because I got other shit to do. Truth only on this podcast. Nobody's listening at this point anyway, so. But if you are, hey, rate and review. Thanks to everybody that has rated and reviewed the podcast. Even the one stars, dude. Thanks. Appreciate it. That's it for this episode. Next one I should be having a guest on. I'm not going to tell you who. But if everything works out, it's going to be a good one. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. I'll catch y'all next time. Don't be a sheep!